Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, yo, oh, I had the uh, you know piece of paper on my my, my camera because Big Brother watch me while I'm fucking you know on this podcast. But uh, yeah, I'm a well, Edward student of hip hop. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we figured this I never out. Said yeah. That before. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But uh, yeah, thank you for coming on Boston's Big Podcast, episode 85. Uh, very special guest, uh, Knox Beats, Brian Eisner. Thank you for joining us. This is uh, this is monumental. You've Grammy nominated Knox Beats, multi platinum. You've done uh, all the titles. Honestly, I mean, you really are in the scene. You are the scene in many ways. Like, I mean, I was coming out of my young adulthood seeing just hearing about the best produ- production that was coming out of this area and they were all your, Knox was always coming up I'd always hear Fort Knox is where the best stuff comes out that's where the gold comes wow. out and that wow. totally makes sense so so happy to have you on I mean we have a lot to talk about and um first things first I we had just been looking at um it's an old video you were um you were acting in it. It was part of the Joiner's introduction for, I think it was a oh, show shit. at the House of Blues. You were acting in it. Yeah, that was hilarious. Have, yeah, have you was... done anything like that before, like skit wise, or was that just your first foray? That was just me, literally being me, man. Yeah, that was being me, and uh, I hold those sentiments dearly that I said in that skit today. But yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, that was that was a fun time. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, that was hilarious. I love. You know what's funny? A lot of people told me like you killed it. You're like yeah. great acting, you know, that like people like wanted me and like, like I actually got a fucking script sent to me from that. Really? Me a script and it was the worst script I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like some guy, right? Some like fucking like, I don't know, like some drunkard fucking, I was, it, it started, I never forget like the opening of the skit. I was like sitting there like watching TV with like nachos on my belly or something. Like <laughs> some like Asian hooker comes up and like, is like, do you want me to like wash your feet? It was, it was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm oh, like, man. I'm never doing that. I'm never <laughs> doing that. Like, like what the oh, man. Up, you know, like, so yeah, I, that's why I haven't done it since. Cause I don't want yeah. scripts in my fucking email, you know, like, God damn. Yeah, but obviously you didn't go by the that. script though. You didn't go by the script. You... Oh, there was no, yeah, I don't go yeah. by scripts, man. I did like, okay. I say this, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to fucking. So you came up with all the lines. Yeah. The, the chicken's dry. Chicken's shit. dry as shit. That was I, the best I, line. That was the yeah. fucking best line. Bro, that was like some market basket at fucking like. <laughs> oh, so it actually was dry. So it actually was dry. They made it at 6 a.m. when they fucking open. It's under that goddamn heat lamp all day. <laughs> oh, man. Chicken, it's like cracking skin in the top. Oh, like, man. Stuff no, I... coming out. Dude, it was so dry, bro. It was insane. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I had to keep eating because, like, we want to get to eat. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to make the most of this. this yeah. Chicken- shit you know i had to go with it you know how many great. takes did that do like i imagine some people were breaking because of that like was that must have been hilarious to sit and keep a straight face or even act angry just, I, they're probably I, all thinking the same thing this chicken's dry as shit like what bro, are we gonna do i had to eat like fucking two legs and a thigh i was just like going in going in dude i had to eat almost that whole chicken bro and it was I, by the end of the shoot i i'm like dude i'm never doing this again and on top of it, I got that shitty script after. And I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this ever again. Definitely not doing this ever again. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. No, that's so, exciting. Absolutely, man. But yeah. Fucking. So fucking yeah, man. you, um, I mean, you've been making beats for a long time. And as far as the production, I 
my introduction to you, I had seen you, it was in shout out hush. It was hush's basement. You guys were cataloging beats or going through beats. And, um, and I remember you, so I had asked this, uh, off recording before, um, I was looking at your beat stars and I was thinking like, um, this couldn't be your whole catalog because I'd seen you scrolling through just like pages and pages of beats in the past. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm not, so what started first? Were you doing production, like mixing and mastering or did you start making beats first? Dude, I've been making beats, dude, since like I was fucking, <laughs> it was like 98. And I was like a little kid and I was like playing guitar into like a fucking tape machine. Like I've wow. been making beats that long. Um, I've been using FL probably before most people I know have. Um, back when like, um, before even Ninth Wonder was using it. I was using it back in like 01 when it was like FL Studio 3. It was like Fruity Loops 3. Um, and I actually found it because I was like, uh, it was funny because my dad bought this really expensive computer at the time. I was 13 years old. And you know, like back in the day with like Napster and LimeWire, I looked up a virus. I was like, I was like, I, I want to break this computer because he pissed me off. Oh, so man. I was like, I'm going to download a virus and break the computer. <laughs> so, so I searched for like, you know, like the people that would like, uh, you know, hack the fucking program. It would have like all these little symbols. It'd be yeah. like whatever, like the wizard or some weird name. There was yeah. a guy named No Virus or whatever, <laughs> but it said full studio. It was like studio in the computer and it was Fruity Loops 3. I wish I screenshot it and I download it. I'm like, this sounds interesting. It wasn't what I was looking for. I wanted to break this computer, but like, I'm like, cause I was just being a little, you know, 13 year old brat. Wow. I download it and dude, <laughs> I'm making beats on fucking this thing that no one was using at the time. And I'm wow. like, holy shit. Like I can, everything's on the grid. It's all time aligned. Um, before that I was using Tonos TC8, which is like another old program. It was like an eight track recorder in the computer, but I had to play the guitar and it was no, there was a metronome, but you couldn't line it up on a grid. It was kind of like a tape machine. So Fruity Loops was the biggest breakthrough for me at that time in 2001. This is be right before 9-11 happened. That's like oh, right man. when I started making beats. So yeah, I seem like an old dog. I'm 33 now, but yeah, I've been making beats since then. I started doing really hip hop, uh, 03, 04. And I was making all these like uh, Pete Rock kind of fucking styles and DJ Premier and the real old school boom bap thing. I was doing that for a long time, Eminem, Dr. Dre style. And um, yeah, I've just been evolving ever since. And, and, and I would say since 2008 forward, I've really tried to curate my own sound. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to be a, be a purveyor of trying to be three steps ahead always of everything else that's going on because I feel like it's like, you know, the music game, it's like, you know, you're playing the lottery and you want to play numbers that haven't been played before. You know, you want to try to, you know, move in a certain direction that people aren't familiar with because when you become something that no one has seen before, but they want, you you monopolize that, you know, you become like the Mr. Beast of like, you know, like everyone before Mr. Beast would take, 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 take. Everyone would donate money, donate money. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm you know, like on some fucking, uh, what's one of those guys' names? Um, I don't know. There's a million of those YouTubers, you know, that you have the flashy like Bentley in the fucking mansion. And like, mm. it's like, yeah, that's cool and all, bro. But like Mr. Beast is like, I'm still driving like a piece of shit car. And I'm like giving this all away to like homeless people. Not just because I want to look like I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm doing this because I'm a good guy. And it, it took off. And I mean, like it was a thing everyone wanted. So with music, I've gone from just making beats into like, I want to become a purveyor of like, what do people want? What do people need? What is the voice that people need at this current time? So every artist I've worked with professionally, I, you know, the records we release, I try to curate it like this is going to take off because I know it's going to work and people want this right now. And that's what I think a big piece of music that's missing. I know I went way off track of the beat thing, but that's kind of like my timeline up until now. And that's where I stand right now, where I'm just trying to grow artists locally 
I'm going back a few steps to just grow people with like not a lot of following because I'd rather do that and keep growing more and more people. Yeah. It's like, dude, you only have one life. You can keep working with one person, another person. And that's great. I still work with a lot of people I've always worked with, but I'd rather still grow new people because there's so much talent out here in Boston, man. Absolutely. I'm up in New Hampshire, you know? Yeah. I I can go down the coffee shop down the street and there's like a million people that can play the guitar way better than I ever can. They yeah. don't make money. They make no money off it. These like sl- serve coffee all day. I'm like, come to my studio, you know, like let's work something out, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of local artists, um, I just noticed you got the Justin Clancy sweatshirt on. You guys, uh, obviously you work together a lot. You uh, yes. produced his, his debut album, the color blue, which just hit a million streams on Spotify. Yes. Um, long time working. coming, but yeah. Long time coming, absolutely. Long time coming on that one. Seriously. Next, I promise is going to hit that way quicker. Yeah. Have you guys, you guys, I know you you guys are cool with Justin. Right. Has he shown you the new stuff we've cut at all? Because I know he's kind of been sending around the SoundCloud link secretly. No, I haven't heard anything really new, no. I know you probably can't tell us too much, but uh, what's, what do you guys, what can you tell us about what you've been working on lately? Man, let me just tell you this, man. Like, he's going to be one of the biggest artists out here, man. Like, Facts. he's going to be one of the next the next wave of, like, you know, the joiner and all that. And, and, like, I'm still working with Token and Chris Webby. I love these guys. But yep. I'm just I, – I think he's the next wave. I think he's – And the thing is, what's dope about Clancy is doing – we're doing pop. We're not just yeah. doing hip-hop. Where hip-hop's dope. I love hip-hop. It's it's a culture. I, I speak for it. I've been in it for so long. But pop, I mean, dude, hip hop is practically, it's been pop for a while. Mm. Everyone's fucking singing now. So you got to mm. have auto tune on every single person in the booth now. Well, not me. I record people raw. And that's a different story. But anyways, you know, Clancy, he does the hip hop thing. He does it right. Does it with the pop flair. And I think that's where we're heading into. And I think yeah. I want to kind of coast ahead of that. And dude, Clancy is so fucking talented, man. Unbelievably talented. Uh, he's grown as a piano player, a guitarist. Um, I'm sitting here and he'll like come up with the chords, like the bass chords. And I'm like, wow. Let's flow with that, and then I build it off from there. But like, unbelievably talented kid, man. Absolutely. When did you first link up with him? Um, uh, 2012 actually. Okay, so <laughs> a while guys, ago. You guys pull it up on uh, on the screen here, like the video of the. Oh, we yeah. Did? yeah. All right, all right. Pull up a "Old Soul" by Justin Clancy. He, he, oh, I've heard that one. Yeah. Okay. 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 He's yeah. He's yeah. Kill me. For, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. Real quick, just a little clip. <laughs> that was hot. Don't get copyrighted, but I think we're okay. It's not copyright, I'll, I'll think. We'll be good. Right, yeah. It's like a fucking weird like beat, like a some industry beat. It's good think. though. It's it's like some good old school boom bap. Oh yeah, because I'm stressing from stretching maximum effort. I use my raps as a weapon, like it's a macro weapon, and I got plenty of questions. Fuck. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out, yo. It goes. Hey yo, one for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Clancy in the bill. What up? What up? One time for your mind, let's go. We take it back. We take it back. And it don't stop. No, it don't stop. We keep the party rocking. Let's go. Yeah, Justin Clancy. Hey yo, tell them what it is. I'm coming live, I hope you're turning up the speakers. Listen to me kick it like I'm Leodo Mashida. My flow will overheat you and put you right underneath the concrete street parallel to your sneakers. I'm the 
immaculate menace, killing it, tracking a sentence and bring it back in a second. I can't relax because I'm stressing from stretching maximum effort. I use my raps as a weapon like it's a macro lesson. And I got plenty of answers if you asking a question. Because I was gone for a minute, now I'm back in attendance. And all my shit is terrific, leaving lasting impressions. And if you pass this different, suck a massive erection. Ha. Check it, L-M-A-O The artists only as real as the pens they hold Using lyrics as ammunition, tell them lay low Cause I'm killing the competition Comprende bro, illin' with composition Even essays know, the freshest I'm like a freshman, you got 10th grade flows Rewind my rhymes just to explain prose Cause these lyrics are flipping over you like X-Game shows Old soul, but I'm young in the brain I keep it bleeding out your speakers like I punctured the vein I promise, I'm gonna kill it until nothing remains Cause the youngin' always has to be spitting something insane Oh so, but I'm young in the brain Oh so, but I'm young in the brain I got old so, but I'm young in the brain I keep bleeding out your speakers Check it, yo They used to hear me and say, dude, he's lame But now they know I'm spitting UV rays Ready or not, like the Fuji say Cause I'm coming to take the game that's been cruelly changed So unique when I speak, got that town on lock Put the system real loud when I pound the block On the track, I'm flipping raw like an ounce of rock Because I'm in the big picture, but I'm out the box Yeah, bitch, I'm out the box Check it, check it, I'm out the box I said we in the big picture, but I'm In the big picture, but I'm out the box Oh so, but I'm young in the brain Oh so, but I'm young in the brain I'm picking it back up, flipping to a different chapter With pens and pads, I'm the master Mixed together, it's disaster Check it, you'll never be half the man I am as a rapper Kill you on your own track and expose the evidence after Holy heavens, is that the kid I saw on the status? Doing it independent and making music that matters Why? Yes, it's me in the flesh I put my heart into this rhythm while the beats in my chest I promise you I'll live my dream without a seat in the desk I keep my eye on the prize, but I ain't reaching it yet Let me speak for a sec while I bleed from the neck And grind hard just to find some sort of equal respect Cause in this jungle of an industry, believe it or bet You'll get eaten to death if you ain't beast to the rest I ain't keeping it fresh, I just keep it correct I don't care about what you ignorant people expect Oh so, but I'm young in the brain so, but I'm young in the brain I don't know how long this was Yeah I was thinking that too, yeah Back in the day when like songs were like five minutes Right? Oh yeah, yeah, four minutes That's about, looks like we're about there Wow Yeah. yeah so I, I took a video of that and sent it to Justin He said what is going on in all caps? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew, that's going to piss him off. Then if I leak something new and he's like, what the so fuck? funny, you're going to make it private. Justin, that's still, it's public. It's, Hey, I'm, it's public. Yeah. 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 I would have, I mean, it's good it. though. It's good. It, it works. It works. You know what? It's funny. I, I look back on, I think anyone does when it's like, you know, you probably look at like an old podcast. You guys did like, Oh, dude, we weren't ready. We were like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like someone else was like, that was a good podcast. It's like, yeah, same thing with that. I'm like, you know, like we recorded in Hush's basement. I think I recorded for a gram of weed. It was like so fucking like, you know, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> it was fucking straight mids. And it was just, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like he's came a lot. Like, dude, <laughs> like when I talk about came a long way, bro, he's came oh, a yeah. long fucking way. Um, yeah. I mean, like he's, he's so fucking dope. The only problem is he hasn't released a lot lately because I think it's just like he's a we're all we are our own worst enemy because we're so picky. Mm. So like everything has to check every single box before even 
we want to unleash it. We don't just want to drop to drop to drop to drop. Like that's, that's one of my things. I'm very picky about every single thing I do because uh, like every, like everything, like even the way a song fades out, it has to be perfectly done to me. Like I'm very articulate about that stuff. And he's very articulate about how he writes. I mean, I think he's one of the greatest songwriters I've ever worked with. I mean, hundred percent. When he comes to when it comes to writing a hook, I mean, undeniable. Undeniable. He's mm. making he's making top ten hits constantly in his head, constantly. Yeah, yeah. And it's his own style, and he, dude, it's unbelievable, man. So I O U needs way more views. Yeah, sure. I show that to people all the time. <laughs> it's so catchy. I love that song. Oh, bro. I mean, all his. Sh- I mean, dude. All his shit needs more views. Yeah, there's a there's one song that we have in the pipeline right now that is so undeniable. Yeah. Like, like on many levels, like because like when I say undeniable, it's not just like some like j- you know trying to be like a post Malone thing or trying to do or trying. It has its own thing. Like it's like yeah, we made a fucking thing. We made something that we like are like you know with a voice for a certain person now, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm really proud of about this new body of work. And I think the thing is, it just this is the problem with you know it's always been the problem with Boston, man. It's like Boston is such a rich culture of culture of music, but everyone just kind of is like oh that's cool like. But I feel like a lot of the people that like could put people on don't as far as like just at least saying something or sharing something, you know, but they don't do it because everyone's just trying to eat crabs in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where like I'm trying to bring equity now because my manager has worked with a lot of big labels. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of big things now. So it's like, you know, outside the scope of just Boston, I'm trying to bring that home. Um, I think I think anyone, and this is not me saying names at all, but I think anyone that's came out of this fucking city and has made hit records, whether it's like, you know, hundreds of millions of streams or whatever the fuck you consider a hit record, something that's created traction and doesn't at least try to bring some of the equity back to the community, I think you're fucking up. I think you're yeah. fucking up. And that goes for anyone that applies to that. I'm not calling out names. There has been a track record of people that have done that and, and everyone takes it to another state. I, right. I stayed in New Hampshire my entire career and got a multi motherfucking plat. Right. Multi-plat, bro. No one else has done that. No one else. You know what I mean? It stayed Facts. out here, bro. Everyone goes somewhere else. Good for them. I why do you think why do you think that is? Why do people feel the need to leave? You blow the fuck up out. I mean, dude, I've gone to LA myself and like by the end of the week, like I was <laughs> in a mansion in Calabasas and how it seems that every time anytime people go to LA, they end up in a mansion somehow. Yeah, the but that's fun, right? I mean, you, <laughs> right. it is the perfect place to go. And so, like, that's the thing. They're smart for doing that. But yeah, yeah. People like you know some of these people. Like, I'm not mentioning names again. No one. I'm not mentioning names. But whoever is doing these things that we're talking, if they had about, initials though. Like, what would their initials be? <laughs> no, I'm not saying <laughs> it. Fuck, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just saying that. Like, why the fuck? If you're even gonna take a, a trip back here for, to see family or anything or anyone in this case, if you're gonna come back here and visit any at all, you should be at least trying to have some meetings done to put on the community of musicians out here to at least Facts. bring infrastructure, the amount of networking and, and growth that you can achieve out there and bring back here. I mean, dude. I have zoomed with fucking Chris Brown out here doing records with Joiner. Like I'm not trying to name drop shit, but like literally it was like oh, a name drop. We need that. That's oh, that's I mean, more for us. That's back in oh, that's yeah. back in 2018. Yeah. You know, yeah. I remember being on FaceTime. It's like, oh yeah, fly out. And I was at his mansion like two days later. Yeah. And it's like that. It's easy. It's not hard. This isn't hard anymore. It's just 2020 motherfucking one. No one should be sitting out here like, huh. Like his shit's really dope, but like, 
yo, like, I'm just going to go to his engineer because, like, yo, I, yeah, I don't want to, like, share him and shit. Like, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. You know, put on each other, man. And I'm seeing more and more of that. And that's why I fuck with y'all because your podcast brings it home. You drive it home. It's bringing a community home in Central. There's no bitterness around it. It's communal growth. So these things eccentrically build Boston and build New England. I mean, fuck even, I'm not fuck Boston like that, but fuck just targeting Boston. I mean, this yeah. is New Hampshire up here, dude. I swear. We've to been God. trying to, yeah, we've been trying to cover all of New England. Like that's, that's our thing. Like we're trying to cover. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know you work with uh, Annoyed from Connecticut. Um, Connecticut's fucking incredible. Connecticut's man. amazing. We were yeah. just bumping your track with uh, your new song with Aaron Brown from New Hampshire, who I discovered through oh, yeah. you just recently. Another so kid, another t- another kid that like I feel like some people would pass up based on numbers, based on he's a young kid, you know, like let him do his freestyle. Some people, some people pass up on people like that, dude. I'll tell you this about Aaron Brown, man. His brother approached me, Tim, and at first I was like, who the fuck is this kid? You know, I always kind of like like a little wary because I get a lot of whack shit sense. Right, right. I'm not gonna deny. It. Like you, you do have a little bit of this. Like hmm, okay, let's let's see. You know, <laughs> like right. Got to be skeptical, so, yeah. Right. So I, I heard the kid. I'm like, wait, what? The, what? This kid can fucking spit, man. He's like on some logic shit. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I had him up for a session and I was blown away. I was like, this kid is killing it. And the thing is, one thing I like about him, he let me just do whatever the fuck I wanted to a record, um, which I like to take like his out his record perfecto. The dude Cody from Internet Money uh, produced the original beat. It was like a beat stars beat. But I went and literally just changed the entire thing. I added like Spanish guitars and weird shit to it. Like it just like whatever. Like I do not follow rules, man. I break them every fucking day. Every time I'm in the studio, I'm doing something new, something different, bro. If it's not challenging this, I am not mm. doing it. I need to be challenging everyone around me to always achieve different levels of shit. And uh, that record was the first testament of like him, let me do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. So I'm like, all right, let's work. And his brother wanted to do a project. And then, dude, I, I, dude, that kid would camp out here for like four days straight. And dude, I'd wake up at 6 a.m. upstairs because I, I live in a three-story condo and he can camp out down here in the basement where my studio's at. I have a full like room and everything to stay in. And he would be up at 6 a.m. He's 17 years old, 6 a.m., getting up, rapping his verse, writing mm. verses at 6 a.m. Love it. Dude, that is someone that's going to be a star. That is someone that is going to make it. That dedication, that passion, that does not come usually at all at that age. Usually at that, at right. that age, you get too many girls trying to hook up. and get too many things, too many parties to go to. Right. Oh, and, and, dude, they can get caught up. Aaron is focused. He's, he's very brilliant in his own space. And I, I really have high hopes for that kid. Um, and I'm really proud of the body of work that we just put together to help that kid out. Because I think, honestly, man, it's like me invested in Amazon when Jeff Bezos is, a, is in a garage. You know, that's mm. that's what I look at Aaron Brown like. That's what I look right. at just Clancy like. I look at, dude, I looked at Joyner like that. Mm. When I met Joyner back in 2014, he was a nobody. He literally was at a fucking grind mode cipher and he had no one. And yeah. I was like, this guy is fucking incredible. When I met Token, he had a, a, a viral video on YouTube, an Eminem remix, and he was it was viral somewhat. It did like 50,000 plays, which was, it was traction. And John Glass was telling me about him. And I'm like, dude, this kid is fucking unreal, man. I mean, he shouldn't have 50,000 plays. He should have 50 million. Yeah. And now, and now he does. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think the YouTube rap alone has like 25 million. So like, yeah. And, and, and Chris Webby, you know, the, the story about Chris Webby is that I knew about him when I was a kid, when I was like, 19 when i was aaron brown's age i knew about chris webby right i always wanted to work with him you know because he's my yeah. age. 
And um, the opportunity came. And I remember when I met him, he was at like a uh, kind of like a crux in his career where he didn't know where he was going. Um, and things were kind of in this weird washed out state of like, where am I going to take this? Mm. And I sat down with him and we built a fucking sound. You know, he went from 300,000 monthlies to now he's at like 1.5 million. I wow. mean, things grow when you give them energy, when you believe in this shit, when you try to yeah. cultivate and put energy into the music, it will grow. And that's the thing I try to tell everyone that's an artist that's striving to do this, that, and the third is that, you know, here's two things, in my opinion, dedication, energy, confidence, all that hundred percent looks do not matter anymore. You can be whoever <laughs> you, can, you can be whatever it does not matter anymore. Yeah. Capaldi can fucking make it dude and be a, a sex symbol to girls. And then anyone can fuck no offense to him. He's not the greatest looking guy. I think I look better than him. <laughs> who, who gives a fuck? He's like diamond. Dude, who, yeah. Who, shit so that doesn't matter which is awesome i love the inclusivity of that you know lizzo's big like lizzo yeah fuck? in more ways than one but like it, you know i'm not talking <laughs> shit i'm not talking shit but no she's really incredible she's fucking yeah. incredible she's worked for years to get where she is so um so besides that really what it comes down to in my opinion to make it besides all those pretties is you got to be the voice the unspoken for and what that means is you have to create music that isn't just unique you got to speak for people that like, you know, for instance, when I listened to, when I saw Post Malone blow up, I'm like, dude, he looks like me. I look like, I look like I could be related to Post Malone in a way where it's like, yo, I'm a big guy, kind of. I got the man tits and I got fucking, you know, I'm just like, whatever. I'm just ignorant. Like, like in a way of like, just, he would like be hanging out with his shirt out and fucking like just flabby stomach. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's like, and girls like he's hot. And I'm yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden he's, he's a sex symbol. Yeah. It is because the confidence, everything I said, yeah. I'm part section A. So section B, he's a voice for the unspoken for, for the guys like me that like, you know, fuck, you couldn't get any chicks at the bar. Now, any guy like me that looks like a postie or whatever, a bigger guy, it's all inclusive now. It's like now it becomes cool. So I think when you make something cool that hasn't been done cool before, it's it becomes a thing. Always and forever, that will be the case. Mm -hmm. um, I'm waiting for the first like 80 year old rapper to come out and crush it because it's going to be huge. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the first transgender rapper to come out and crush it. It's going to be huge. Queen doll, Queen doll from Boston. But I'll check it out. Like check I'm, her out. I'm, yeah, I'm about, it. I'm about it. Like you know what I've always said too is I'm like, imagine if Drake came out. I'm not saying Drake himself or whoever, but imagine if a Drake, a level, a, a guy on the level of a Drake came out, went diamond, huge records, and then transitioned into a woman and killed it on some Nicki Minaj shit. Mm. Imagine that. No, that'd be crazy. Cool fucking way. It's like, dude, like that would be the biggest shit, man. That's what I'm talking about. You got to be the voice for the unspoken for that hasn't been done before. And if it has been done before, it has to be something that's been kind of phased out. No one's really came around. Like, honestly, we need another Eminem. And I think like Tom McDonald's kind of filled that void on YouTube. Not quite, but a little bit where it's like someone is just like saying it like it is. Not that I support yeah. anything he does or anyone does, but yeah. You know, like we, we needed someone that was like real kind of ignorant to be like, yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit about what you're doing. Like, because there's always that void to fill. So when you look at the construct of societal norms and in, in, in polarities of what people are following and not following and understanding that what everyone's following now, they're not going to be following in five years, bro. Right. They're not going to be following. It's going to change, man, every fucking time without fail. So as long as you know that and you can gauge that societal factor into the music, let the music steer you a little bit away from that, but guide some of those people over here. Like, come not all the way over here, but over here to be like, hey, guys, so they can at least see you and be like, come over here. You'll take off, man, 100%.
you know, and Aaron Brown, Justin Clancy comes all back to that. We're do, I'm trying to construct music with these people that is different, that solidifies them in a position so they can say, yo, I took over a certain, you know, section of music and it, it spoke to some people that didn't have a voice for that before, you know? Right, right. That's that dope come, when you said, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead I, I was just going to say, does that come with uh, like market analytics? Like, is that more of like a just something you feel because I imagine it must get kind of hard. You could probably hit writer's block pretty quick. If you're trying to think like what's different, like what's different than what people do. Cause then it can probably get like obscure. You can get lost in some weird alleys. I'm sure. Well, mm, not really, man. It should all, to me, it's always natural. Every single day I see something, man. You just have to look at like throughout your day. Right. So you get up in the morning and from making coffee to like going to bed, Look at any times that you ask a question of like, ah, oh, this sucks. Why is this? Why? Like anytime you get frustrated about something, why are you getting frustrated about that thing? And this is outside of music. This is how entrepreneurs make companies. So you can go there. So you're frustrated at this coffee maker. Like this should be a better way to even make coffee. Even though I think we've gone that down a lot, but you know, there's different things that you might get frustrated, question it. And then you're like, okay, is there a solution to this? So if there is, I should go buy it. If it frustrates me, if there isn't, can I make it? Is this something that someone's made? That's the same thing with music to me. So like, I look at like all these things of like, what's frustrating about music right now? What don't I like? What, you know, like things like that, you poke that out. It's easy to feel that way, right? We feel these feelings. It's already existing. Just poke it, like pick it like fresh strawberries right there. Okay, you got a basket of ideas. And then from there, you know, you're with an artist and do they resonate with any of these ideas that maybe you feel? And if there's like, you know, it's like the, what is it? Because the, um, the circles, the fucking, I don't know what the name it is. It's like the pie graph things where like the two circles go into. Venn diagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. Circles or something. Yeah, Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. in between, what is the, the space in between that you fill in? Um, and then, yeah, you just target it from there. And in those things, you shouldn't even have to think of. It should be literally like in, intuitive. Because the moment you're like, yo, people are going to want to see that because of this. In that, yeah, like, yeah. like, uh, it should never come that hard. It should come later. The questions like that. So if you make a song like when I made, I'm not racist with Joiner. Like that idea was conceptualized by both of us originally. He conceptualized the original idea. He said the whole thing about the racist thing. I said, yo, it should go between both a black and a white guy. And it's like you know, and we all built it as a team. Ben Prue came up with the video. Um, and then same thing with Token with different ideas we've done. And all these, you know, all these different videos and ideas with Webby with raw thoughts. I mean it started out as an idea like we need someone to speak out about these things right now we need mm. this right now no one's saying what the fuck he's saying in the song so like we we need to address these things you right. know it's everything in the music industry is left everyone leans left and, and, and i respect political sides i don't play the pepsi cola politics i never jump into politics yeah you know i tend to see people do swing liberal in the music industry it's not like I'm, i have a problem with that but like, fuck it, swing right and swing left and see who wants what, you know, like throw a little out there for everyone because I feel like there's a demand on each side. And mm. um, question everything, man. Question every narrative, question every stylistic choice that people take and, and try to change the paradigm. Those things should just be instantaneous. You should be able to notice these things right away. At least to me, it's very easy to notice. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I what I'm all about, you know? Yeah, and I think that's where you provide a lot of value to artists because people probably don't notice those things right away. And right. if you're able to provide that perspective for people, then you can usually guide a track to like where it should be. Um, and I, actually, I wanted to ask, so you mentioned a while back, um, 
uh, now with some people, it's like you always need auto tune in the booth. And on your side, you mentioned that you take it raw and then you'll do the uh, pause. Take, pause. yeah, pause, big pause. Big I don't pause. know, bro. God, oh, god, record it raw. Whoa, whoa, Can't, cut that part out. You record it raw and um, and then you work with it later. Is there um. Is there like, do you find an advantage to that, to taking the raw vocals versus having uh, some distortion on it from the jump? Like, and I don't know if that helps the artist necessarily, necessarily to hear themselves in the auto-tune voice so they can work at it in a live way almost, so they have it comes right back to them in a, I guess, so they can make adjustments while they're recording and then mm. later you guys can do that. And I'm just curious, do you, do you work things usually analog or digital? Is that like your preference? Well, um, the first question with the whole yeah, auto-tune thing, um, I tend to go raw <laughs> because I, I, um, I noticed that it just it shows the singer's imperfections. And I want them to know, like, hey, you fucked that note up, dude. Like, if I have auto-tune on, which uh, that's a standard nowadays. The standard yeah. is if you slap auto-tune on, you actually print it. Like Chris Brown actually records with auto tune in printed on the track. It is, it is not even his raw vocal ever. So when I was mixing his vocals uh, a few years ago um, on some of the stuff with Joiner, like it would be literally printed auto tune. So it would it would it would be one of those things where it's like he's such a it's such a dope voice. I mean, I heard him live. Like why do you have auto tune? But it just gives him a certain like he knows how to drive the auto tune perfectly live. Mm. So he, he can fucking use it all he wants, and it just sounds like butter. Um, some people though, however, really can't, in my opinion, um, it's, you know, some of these rappers, it's, it's, you don't have a lot of confidence. Um, you, like, dude, you're not Rod Wave, dude. You don't, you don't have a smooth voice. It just, you know, you have this kind of like shaky auto tune thing. It's like, it has this like weird artifacts. I hate that shit. It There's a lot of that. Well, there is a lot of that because people record with it and it's like, yo, like they're getting high. Like, not that I, I, I stay focused. I mean, I'll drink, but I, dude, if I was getting high, I'd probably be a little bit more lax about these things. I do not get high when I'm recording. I actually don't smoke anymore, but I remember when I used to get high, I used to let all this shit fly. It's creative. It's kind of different. Sometimes it got like a little off track. So I stay focused <laughs> and I do not get high anymore. But uh, as far as recording though, yeah, I, I don't have it on unless they really want it. Like I had an artist from Atlanta. He just sounded great with it though. It's yeah. Like, know how to steer it but when you just use it by default i think that's a problem i think right. when you're using it all the time it's like some of these people are literally hitting like two notes off mm. so it's like fucking what the hell is that like it's <laughs> not on key at all bro like so I'll, I'll you know i i won't record with it or if i do record with it, i'll notice when i go to melodyne it when i do the real tuning i use melodyne um i just notice it's like really bad it's like really off. I'm like, dude, you sounded better without it, man. So I tend yeah. to just let people figure it out a little bit more unless they really want it. Um, and then the other question, analog, digital, I have a pretty cool setup um, right now. I'm waiting on my Sony C800G to come in. I ordered one of those. It was a dream mic of mine. I finally pounced on it. So I got Sony C800G finally. Uh, but I've been using the VMS for fucking four or five years now. And the VMS is solid by Slate Digital. It's unbelievable. Um, it has a little bit of a harsh top end with that digital capsule thing where it's real, very linear. So you have to really kind of attenuate a certain way, but it's very clear, very precise. Um, sounds very pro. It emulates the mics pretty well. Um, so I run that through a chain right now. It's a Neve 1073 into an API I'm looking at right now, API 560A 
going into an Acme Opticon XLA 500 rack, going into a retro double wide compressor, going into a Rupert Neve tape sim, going into a mag EQ four band, going mm-hmm. into a purple audio action FET comp, and mm-hmm. I that right in through the Apollo X16 converter. Um, I actually like- <laughs> Of the course, Apollo. of course, yeah. You have to. <laughs> because the Apollo X16 converters, the Apollo, everyone uses Apollos, it's dark on the top end. So when you have a digital mic like that, it actually kind of rolls it off naturally, which I like about the Apollo. Kind of adds a little meat on the bones. So I use that. Um, and then in the box, do a bunch of plug-in and whatever. And then after that, I actually sum it out. I wish I could. I'm on my iMac um, camera. But I run it through the Neve 8816 going through Burl uh, B2 converters. And I bring it back in through that. So through that whole chain, you just get this very like, ah, like just this fucking sound that just, it just sounds like it just fucks you right there, right there. You know, so, so, I mean, don't get me wrong, I used to do it all with plugins and stuff and I love plugins, but when you have hardware, I'm telling you, bro, it, it makes your job so much easier, man. I feel like a lot of people nowadays are missing out on that in the digital era. They don't realize like when you have hardware, it just kind of butters it all up and gets it yeah. ready for you. And it's, it's so much, so much better. How long did it take you to figure out kind of the perfect, that perfect combination, the perfect software and everything? Um, with the hardware, I did, last year I got all this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So before cool. that, everything you heard from me was digital. Yeah. All, all the, you know, the biggest stuff I cut was pretty much all digital. Okay. Uh, and I sometimes with some here and there, just clip the 8816. I think there is an advantage to summon. I think there is an advantage of hardware because no one else is using it. So when your record comes against someone else, even in the industry at this point, you can actually dominate them because the hardware just has a little bit more body, a little bit more dimension. But when you stack it up unit after unit after unit, and then you summon each channel, it kind of like lifts it all up. Cause like these mastering guys, the big guys still use all this analog outboard gear. And there's a reason why there's better headroom. Um, this, the plugins come very close, very close, especially acoustica, but not quite it, man. Not quite it. You look up any shootout, any shootout besides maybe like a guitar sim. I've, I've measured all this shit. Man. I've nerded out for fucking years studying all this shit. It's always just a little flatter, a little bit more 2d and it's way more easier as a plugin, but with hardware, it's like, Set it and forget it, man. You can drive that compression way down the needle. It eats it, and it feels good, man. It feels good most of the time. It's, it's unbelievable, man. So I'm usually a hybrid mixer at this point, like when it comes to records. Okay. Interesting. And does that matter, like, down the chain? I guess now this might be an ignorant question to ask, but now you you mentioned that, uh, like, one piece of equipment's going into the next, into the next, into the next. So that one in the middle, would it matter if you had swapped them out, like, in the chain? Does it, does the signal stay, and then whatever sauce that piece of hardware puts on the signal, does it matter at what point in the chain it happens, or do you just sort of no, Dude, I'm a destructive guy. I'm so okay. fucking destructive. Bro, I, um, I mean, like, an example, like, a biggest record I've probably done ignorantly was, like, I'm not racist. I recorded with a broken preamp. So if you listen to the vocals on that, it's very harsh and fucking noisy. The noise floor was like very, you know, but dude, it works. So like, I, I'm a very like, just go by the feeling guy, go by the feeling guy, always just kind of see what's up. You know, like I might take a unit out and be like, that sounds better. Fuck it. Like, let's try it today. Like I never recall sentence. I never fucking bring up recall sheets, any of that, I, whatever it's, it's done and done, man. If someone wants to redo a record at that point, I'm just going to start from scratch. I don't, it's, it's all an energy flow for me. You know, I can't like nerd out and be like doing recall sheets. It takes out the passion in the music at that point. 
and it becomes like a fucking mathematical problem. It's like, it shouldn't be that, you know, the people do the mathematical problems that design this gear, that design these mics and design these speakers that I'm on. Like, that's the math to me. You know, the math shouldn't really come besides like 48 volts, you know, don't run a ribbon mic with 48 volts and, uh, you know, maybe some like Fletcher Munson curve and antiphase and some of that nerdy shit. Besides that nerdy shit, keep it musical man even at the mastering stage try to keep it as musical as possible just try to hit 14 lufs or if you want to drive it hard make sure you know you're hitting the abc curves a certain way it's that's again nerdy shit but i i keep those things tucked aside you know it's like oh yeah yeah check let's check on that so yeah i'll take something out of the chain here and there and i'll fuck it up i actually have a broken uh dbx 520 which is like a deesser I got a vintage king and it fucking busted it like in the first week. I think a transistor blew in it, mm. but I engage it now and it distorts everything. To, holy fuck! It's like it's like it's like it's like the worst sounding thing, <laughs> dude. I used it on a track the other day because I was doing like a rock record and I just oh, was wow. like, use it, yeah. Let's fucking, I, you know. So that actually is a that is an interesting segue, and I'm curious if you know about this story. And I don't know if it was Fender or Marshall. Um, but when it comes to like broken hardware and having a unique sound that maybe isn't what was what the hardware was intended for, but sometimes it can be used in a track because there's like you said, there's really no rules to music. And if it sounds good to that track or the feel you're trying to put out, you can use it. You could just scrape a tin can on a wall like it's really just what oh, you're looking yeah. I do that shit all the sound. time. I love yeah. that. Um, so the, oh, yeah. the story I was thinking about was I, I forget the company, but they basically were putting out these i believe there were amps and they had these transistors in them that were second hand and they were like broken or something they, there was something wrong with the transistors so there's this one year with one model of amp that came out and it was really only done as like an engineering error they put these transistors in as as a cheap resolution because they couldn't get the right parts and the only parts they could get were had been like flooded or something there was some they had been in an accident yeah. and there was something wrong with right. them so that particular model for that particular year had this unique sound from broken parts and people actually sought after that sound. Yes. And it turns out that it's like, hey, it's broken, but it's really not. It's what people were looking for, but you'll never get that again because that accident only happened to that one piece of hardware yeah. that one year. And, yes. uh, and to this day, I believe there was an article written about it. I'll have to find it. I'll post it in the comments of this if I can find it. But um, yeah, I'm actually interested about this. This is awesome. I love this kind of shit. Yeah, it was one of those things. I think it's still they're worth a lot of money to this day if people can still have them if they're around and functioning. Let me see if I can find this. But it's yeah. probably worth so much money too. That's what's yeah. amazing about it. It's like the Bitcoin of Fender, whatever. Right. <laughs> Just keeps shooting up and down. It's like these old synths from the '80s that, like, these. I mean, dude, you can get a fucking DST that sounds just as. I mean, it's a digital chip. So it's like I, I like I like analog synths because it's a true analog, but these like digital eighty synths, you can pretty much one and done it on a computer. So if it's digital outside the box, it's digital inside. The only difference is that A D card. So when it's shooting up the analog or the DAC on it, it probably has maybe a little bit of a grit. Throw a little decimal mode on it somewhat. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but like throw something a little gritty in the box on it, you can pretty much get away with it. But like the, the keyboard will be worth like sixty thousand dollars. You know, in the eighties yeah. it was worth eighty bucks. Right. It's, what? So like I'm a big fan of analog gear because of that because my I have a matrix brute. It went up five hundred dollars in value since I bought it. I bought it at two thousand. You try to get it new now, it's twenty five hundred bucks. You know. And actually, you know, it's funny. Justin Clancy bought that technically. Um, and he used it for his payment on the color blue. Oh, so okay. 
that as a payment on doing the color blue with me because <laughs> he didn't have any money at the time or he was using all the money for videos. Yeah. He was like, he was like, yo, like, is there any way I can do that? And I'm like, yeah, I, I want to. Yeah. So yeah. 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 It's like an investment, you know, now it's worth $500 more. It's like, right. So that work, it's, it actually made me money. So. So is but, there I any mean, piece of hardware right now that you're, that you want or you're, you think that you could like complete your setup with or right now, do you feel pretty complete with what you have? Oh fuck, dude! I'm never complete. I'm <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I want the most archaic, weird shit. Shit that doesn't even have like the right voltage. Like I have to get adapters and shit. It might like, you know, like break my fucking you know electrical supply in here. I, I, dude, I love weird ass shit. I want a Studer. Um, I want to go more and more analog because I love analog. It's something about it. It's it just it's beautiful, man. And you can fuck it up in a way that's more ignorant, but it doesn't hurt you as much. Like digital, if you fuck it up it's slicing your eyes out like i analog it, it's like butter um i love driving a real tape machine so like right now i go to mixanalog.com and not no plug to them give me fucking free credit <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> i got dude i got like so many on there i bought like two years worth of credits but um oh, but, is that like splice oh it's better this is like secret sauce man i feel like not a lot of people know about mix analog so okay. mix analog um you can go on there and actually send your track through a studer you can go and use a real tape machine, a real Fairchild, a real LA-2A. And I, I advise anyone that's watching this that is an engineer of any sort that knows any of the shit I just said, fucking go use the real analog shit. And you're going to be like, why don't I use any analog? I mean, I'm telling you, if you really are committed to this and you really want to make your sound stand out, because we're in the business of slapping up other engineers. Well, I'm in the business of making sure my shit smacks harder than any fucking engineer I know. And that's not me being cocky. I'm here to destroy you. Right. To give the most attention to detail, make my shit the brightest, punchiest, base fucking uppercutting, you fucking cunt. I, you know, I want that shit, man. I want that shit. If you're not doing that and you're being all like humble, like, yeah, it's cool. I went to Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I'm going right. to fucking destroy you. So, <laughs> I'm telling you. If, if anyone's watching that, that's I'm definitely clipping that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't say the C word. Is that? I'm sorry. No, no. I, I'm, I mean, I'm posting that clip on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. So, so I'm telling you, if you're not doing that shit, though, you're not going to make it, man. You're not going to make it, bro. Like, like you have to be hungry for this. I suggest, though, get into analog somewhere because everyone's doing digital, everyone's on a laptop. And while that's fire, you have one piece of analog gear. You respect it so much more, so much more. Mm. You can have a, um, a, a the fucking software version of the Shadow Hills mastering compressor and be like, oh, I don't even know what it does. You know, I just put on like a preset, huh? Oh, cool. If you had the real thing, you spent nine thousand fucking dollars on this fucking stereo bus compressor. You're gonna sit there and look at every fucking knob and every lever and every meter. Oh, the meter's a little off today. Should I recalibrate? I mean, dude. You respect the gear more. It gives you an appreciation. And the reason I say at least get one piece, because I feel like you'll start respecting the software. You'll start looking at the software like it's gear in a way. Because, mm -hmm. dude, I go in plugins and I'll like go in like you click like little sections. There's like hidden sections like in uh, all the sound toy stuff. There's like so many hidden stuff in that that people don't even know. There's like weird little like whatever. It, it's, it's What I'm trying to say, though, is like I feel like we're coming into an age right now where people are becoming more creative again, which I love. I love hearing, like, I was telling you guys before you guys started uh, filming that, um, like, lately I've been really into hyperpop. I fucking love hyperpop because I feel like it's a new revolution. Not new, but I feel like it's becoming mainstream now, more than mm -hmm. it ever has been. 
and it's like just a super ignorant form of music that's just like anything that was what the right way was to do it is now the wrong way and that's mm-hmm. going to be the right way and i feel like that's beautiful it's like as much as it might be really ugly here and there who gives a shit like if, if, if you know like just do it to do it and if it strikes a chord somewhere and people like it hey it's a voice for the unspoken for but yeah i think with software it's the same thing people are doing more and more so i'd say just get one piece of analog gear and, and associate that with how much you care about your engineering and production and you will start realizing that like there's such a bigger world in front of your screen that you didn't even know you know okay so now just like someone from my perspective like for the podcast often i we had started out just using the podcast went from a phone recording to a USB microphone to now we have XLR to um, an interface that goes to the computer. So in, in a way, that's our first step into into going analog, which I guess a lot of people don't always understand the difference between an analog and, and a USB mic. And uh, I my I guess my next question would be, what is there beyond just like an analog microphone? Is there something that you think would be essential to be your first piece of equipment? Or is that really based on need? Like, or, what, just like for like a kid starting out or uh, like, or anyone who you say, like, maybe they've been working in software and you advise them to get at least one piece of analog equipment. Is there a, something that would maybe be best for compression or something that is a better piece to get versus another one for your first piece of analog? Um, I'd say speakers are really important, like very important. It, they're more important than people make them seem. Everyone gets like the Yamaha HS5s and think they're like, yeah. I think if you're making beats, you can get away with that. But I think if you're mixing, you're missing out on so much, man. If you just listen on like that, because I went from having Mackie HR824 MK2s, uh, which is like something I was using on all the records you've probably heard me cut. I just got these barefoot um, MM27 Gen 2s over the summer and it has changed my life i swear to god i hear music different i mix different i'm a different person with them i think speakers in your room and how you hear shit is the most important fucking thing i think if you have the right in, in listening environment you can record the shittiest shit because you'll know how much manipulation you can do and get away with you know um one thing i noticed in my older mix is that sometimes i had way too much trouble you know, like I said, I'm like, I'm not racist. I'm, I don't even think that was a great mix. It was like way too much trouble. It still worked. It was nominated for a Grammy, but like, <laughs> like, but like <laughs> trouble. I mean, go listen to that. It's like, yeah, the whole time. I mean, it was a broken. How crazy is that, though, that it was nominated for a Grammy and you weren't even satisfied with it? No, I was not. <laughs> I, I was satisfied at the time. And I still yeah. thought, but like I hear it on the barefoot sound. I'm like, how bright was I pushing shit? I mean, right. and again, I don't think it was a bad mix. I mean, I had a lot of respectable people um, tell me that they love that uh, mix. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I feel like your listening environment is the most crucial. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit, man. I mean, that's as of now. But I think in fucking 10 years, I think, you know, was it going to be like holographic shit like you know i'm gonna right. have, we're gonna do the podcast on a hologram and you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's not just audio it's like a oh fuck it. the same room right with people yeah you you'll actually be here with us but you won't even have to travel you'll just oh man oh like my god a, yeah. A <laughs> yeah that's it that's where it's going man they're gonna have us wearing masks for the rest of our fucking life this point <laughs> Seriously. can we not i'm so i'm actually i feel like that's starting to fade out how is it in new hampshire uh it's 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 still pretty bad i mean it's yeah. it's I'm not going to wax political on here, but like, I just think it's a little, 
little outrageous. Like it's yeah, yeah. A, little bit, a little bit like the numbers just don't add up to me to what it is. It's a, you know, and I, I don't get me wrong. I had a friend, I'm not going to say who it was, no names. I got very sick from COVID, very sick from COVID or, or he thought he had it. He actually didn't even get tested, but he had every single symptom of COVID. Mm. Um, but he ended up having uh, lymphoma. He had cancer, you know, and he's still recovering right now. And we're, we're praying that he gets better. But I think people with like real comorbidities, it can really fucking fuck you up. Uh, no doubt about it. I'm not doubt, doubting that, you know, senior citizen homes, all that. I'm not down that. However, I think some of the mandates are really impractical. The lockdown measures just don't make sense. And I think for a 99.7% cure rate to have everyone masking up mm. and having it all the time when masks aren't even really truly effective. I mean, they've done state studies in Oxford University, actually, that prove that masks are like a Petri dish on the face that if you actually breathe it in a particulate or virus, it's like you're breathing it back in. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, that's, that's how I yeah. feel. But again, mm -hmm. I'm respectful. I'll, I'll still wear it if I, you know, if I'm going into my friend's business. Right. Like, You're not going to make a big deal out of it. Right. I'm not going to be like, yeah. my civil liberties. And yeah, like, yeah. Don't be one like, of those people. <laughs> dude, like, yeah, don't, don't. The only thing is, like, don't fucking force me to shoot shit in my vein. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm on that. And don't fucking intrude on my family and my rights that way. I will respect public property and shit like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, just let's get, get through it. Right. I mean, like, let's just say this. There's a lot of money being made by a very few right now that people mm -hmm. seem to kind of forget. Mm -hmm. seem to not realize that. And they're like, oh, the virus, the virus. I'm like, well, the, the, there's a few a group people of people that made like a trillion dollars last year during this. Like, yeah. Evidently, like, oh, wow. Like, like okay. Like, maybe there's something up there. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll leave, I'll leave it there. Over. All right. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, I mean, bare minimum, I think the lockdown mentality that most people have, like, I mean, I'm not terrified of, of living right now, but also I'm not going to go out there and just like, I personally have been avoiding restaurants. I've been like not trying to like be out there because I'm trying to follow the rules. But at the same time, I, uh, after a while, my, experiences covid got into my house at one point and only one person got it and no one else did and i was like how did it clear out how did it clear out did it get real sick or what happened so they um someone someone visited our house that had covid it was later found out that they were positive the person that they visited was tested they were positive but everyone else in the house was negative how did they fear though like did they would they get they, they didn't get i mean they got like typical like a sinus infection kind of sick and actually they right. ended up getting um most people do or like bronchitis like a there was a like an antibiotic just to clear that up but it right. wasn't like honestly if we never got tests like no one would have we probably would have treated it like any other seasonal illness and that's not the case for everybody like you were saying like some people do get really sick so it's not like that's not yeah. for everybody but when you when you have these anecdotes you're like wow i bet a lot of people got over it never got tested ever and that's not part of the statistics so you wonder True. like how much of that is going to like even it out so we right. got to use some common sense without just saying like are you trying to kill your grandparents you <laughs> <fucking fool? laughs> a lot of, i think there's a lot of over hostility right now yeah, Again, yeah. I think, like, don't get me wrong like if you are fucking sick you have like goddamn cancer or like fucking stage four this or severe diabetes like dude yeah chill the fuck out bro stay at home and, and relax and have your, your family fucking take care of you this is a time to really do that but dude like these healthy adults right now that can't even fucking leave dude like in uk and shit like 
that doesn't make <laughs> I know. Any sense I know. Oh, it does not make any sense. I agree. But, yeah, I mean, my bad. It's going into like a no, fun, it's all good, you know, like a Corbett report right now, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the industry it's funny because, um. I've done the best I've ever had during COVID. Fortunately, the music industry has really like spiked the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, which I'm grateful for. You know, I can be in lockdown in my goddamn studio and turn out some fucking heat. So, right. You yeah. don't have to go anywhere to be productive. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we get a lot of artists, but we don't get a ton of producers. So, that's not always something we hear because people can't True. be putting on shows right People now, can't do shows. So, that's a big, yeah, that's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, they feel yeah, slight. And they try to, some people try to push it like the future will be like VR and, you yeah, know, like a virtual concert. Like, dude, I'm we're already back to 50% capacity. So, we're getting there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But some people like still feel that way. It's yeah. like, I hear people say that. Some, some people. And again, like, it, here's the it thing has about a place, but it's not going to be the whole industry. Yo, but, I got to take a bathroom break real quick. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing, oh, <laughs> before you do that, but this thing about yeah. the 50% capacity, right? So that's fire. I'm, yes. Like, I'm so happy about that. Thank you. But what, like, all it takes is a case jump tomorrow. Go oh, on. I know. Yeah. Go no, absolutely. On. That is You're fucking right. gone, bro. And that's what I don't un- agree with. It is how fast it comes, it gets taken away like that. Yeah. And I feel like it gets taken away more than it comes at this point it's been yeah. over here i just think there's some money being made somewhere it's all go to go do your bathroom break <laughs> all, right. Yeah, we'll all right we're back um yeah so, so i wanted to COVID. I'm just oh yeah yeah <laughs> um no i wanted to go i wanted to backtrack you were talking about chris webby before i also have been a fan of webby for a long time since i was in high school like a decade ago and um i did notice like there's kind of been a resurgence uh, in his career the last few years. So when you linked up with him, what was it that do you, what, what, what was it that was missing? And, you know, what do you think you were able to add to kind of help, um, you know, push him forward? Um, yeah, I think, I think at the time really he had some bad management going on. I think in the, that's another thing for a lot of people watching too. A lot of artists management can either help you or fuck you so hard so with him i you know i'm not gonna say the personal stories he told me but there was some awful situations he was going through and um i felt bad for him um but he he was like hungry to stop putting out this wednesday series he was dropping every week super consistent um and he's like dude i love you son i want you on board and i was like fucking been a fan of you since i was 19 i mean i love to work so we started working in um it was funny because like when he cut the raw thoughts record i'm like yes this is where you need to go you know, it's back to that whole thing I was saying earlier with the voice for the unspoken for you doing something, right. providing something of value that hasn't been really t- touched on. So, yeah, I mean, with him, it was just about building the brand. And, and with my job doing that, at least, is providing sonic integrity that is undeniable. I want the song to do something sonically that when it comes on Spotify, it goes on YouTube, when it's anywhere, you just hear it. You're like, this sound, this is what the hell like so all these little delays and weird things i do sonically like those things create it makes it feel expensive Mm -hmm. so i started i feel like i made his sound more expensive um jp did as well in my opinion jp stepped in and he like produced on everything so Mm -hmm. he like they'll cut the record with jp and then i jump in after and i add production on like everything you know i'll like add keys some synths whatever Uh, i mean i've done wild shit i've sampled like uh you name it i've done some weird shit but yeah i mean like i'll add shit to the tracks it's just like different you know and and, kind of gives it this like duality perspective where jp does like 
this really fire beat and I jump in with some really left field production with a really good mix it with Webby and that he's tuning up to like the best degrees of his lyricism lately. It's just a match made in heaven. So I feel like for his career, that's why it's been bubbling up and there's been this resurgence of Chris Webby and mark my words, this year will be an even bigger year. I mean, we have huge stuff in the lines, huge yeah. stuff in the pipeline. And um, yeah, I'm super fucking excited, honestly. Right. Another Connecticut artist that I'm super excited about is Annoyed, who you've worked with before, too. Um, he is, <laughs> man, he, he's incredible. Yeah. Uh, lyrically, he can make pop songs. He's extremely versatile. What's it been like working with him, and how did you link up with him originally? So, you know what's funny? I got to get him back up. I just hit up his TikTok the other day because I saw him post up something. I was just like, let's work again. You yeah. know, I can text him, but sometimes when I comment on a page, it's easier like that way where I, it's kind of like a shout out, like, yo, like we got to work again. Um, I, he's always down to work. I got to have him pull up. But yeah, I mean, like when I worked with him in the past, we started with um, the Chainsaw record. I don't know if you've, you've heard yep. that one. Yep. So that one's specifically very interesting. I actually sampled a fucking chainsaw. The whole beat was made out of a goddamn chainsaw. That's fine. Like, yeah. Play it real quick. It's like a two minute yeah, song. Yeah, play it. Pull it up, Owen. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. What is Cochran? That, that one just came out. Uh, Wait, that one just came out last year, right? Came out uh, end of 2019. So okay. It's almost two years old this year. Sorry. Like, yeah. What am I? That's the first record with it. Chainsaw by Annoyed. Yeah. So if you listen to the everything in the beat, it's like, it's really wild. So I, I did this like piano ballad thing in the beginning, but if you hear it, there's always a chainsaw going. Almost a mile away. I know you see my face. Almost destination. Uh, 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 uh. Almost a mile away. I know you see my face. Almost destination. Where is Sorry, so just a quick pause. So far, we're hearing chainsaws. All the sounds are chainsaws or just... Oh, no, 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 no not like that. But you hear the little chainsaw in the back. It's more musical. I ain't go like super nerdy. Like oh, I the see. Piano, the chainsaw that I, I took a, a note out of the blade or something. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I know. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can do that shit. I can do that shit. But like, it's just... Yeah, I was trying to capture his mood too. So yeah. you do to be like, hold on, annoyed. Let me cut this waveform to make. Yeah, this right, right. Problem. Yeah, yeah. Dude, let me fucking record. You know, so like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but yeah, you hear it in the background. You, there's always a chainsaw going, but the beat kicks in, and, and then the chainsaw becomes the main instrument. So it goes okay. from the chainsaw kind of in the background, and then at one point after that beat stops, the chainsaw slows down. It's like almost like he's wielding a chainsaw, and he's like shutting a trunk, and it's going, and it does like a triplet thing, and it goes into a whole other beat with that triplet factor. So you listen, it, it doesn't okay. switch on the same chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, let's hit it. The time I'm facing, cause I know I'm all in your radar. That's a ten four on your radar. I'm a startup, like a chainsaw. I'm a break laws on your radar. So let's get it started. Say you caught me speeding, I was in a target. Stay my ground, now I'm stomping on it. Make it man marching, got a carcass wrapped inside a carpet in the trunk department. Yeah, pardon, I bombarded. I should be rewarded with a golden chainsaw. I've been in and out of state lines so much, I don't follow state law. Glove box got an eight bar. My palm were napalm in the crime scene, got the tape on. Get on speed dial with state farm. Then I send a text like, hey, mom, I'm him. That guy, the one that you afraid of a lot. Through the wall like a juggernaut. What a whip and I flood the block. Worry about getting shot, cause the only thing I gotta worry about, my girl gonna give me a hug or not. Telling me if I'm a thug or not. Like, question mark, question mark, question mark emoji. 
They call me over for driving too handsome if you know me. I chainsaw my handcuffs off. Listen closely. Riding with a chainsaw and the passenger jabroni. Pop the trunk real quick. I gotta go get some. Doing a lot, ruin a pot. This don't got nothing to do with a cop. Tie my shoe and then go in the knot. I rather not. I'm on the block, pedal away. She let me not. Biting my style, corner the cop. Throwing the top, never survive. Where's the plot? I'm on the job, hitting the road, giving the soul. Me and the bros, breaking the code, kicking the dough, hitting reload, giving the mold. I'm in the mold. On the patrol, we never fold. Medical roll, when I explode, send it a drone. Leave me alone, no, I'm cold. Nigga, I'm doing the most. Feel like I'm back on the road. Don't gotta tell me I'm dope, I already know. Feel like I can get a throw. They wanna call me the go, it's all up. When I put that like a roach, don't take the book for a joke, I'm killing the coast. I be I'm taking the oath. Tell me you don't want to smoke. I came off with a brainwash, now I'm famous and I'm paid off. Claymores and I pray more through the rainfall and you stay lost. Trace off with a crayon, go A war, nigga, flame on, take your face off with a paint car, cut away off with a chainsaw. Oh man, it cut. What? Yeah, it cut off like a chainsaw. Oh, I that see is so fire. Yeah. You know what's funny? I it, it wasn't supposed to do that. I, I, <laughs> really? You know, you know, I try to play. Well, they uploaded it and I think it cut out or something like that because it went chainsaw. Yeah. The audio just cut. But like, what's cool about it? And the story I always say, people are like, why did it cut? It's chainsaw cut like yeah. A, I mean, when you said that, I was that's like, actually oh, perfect. I that's actually yeah. fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy that how that works. Genius. It's like, oh, dude, wow. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you were quick with that ball. answer. You were quick with that answer too. He's like, why did cut? You're like, it's a chainsaw. It's a fucking chainsaw. Dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> fucking two minutes, dude. Yeah, like, oh man, I'm <laughs> the asshole. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah, that is awesome. fire, though. And yeah, I'm I'm super excited about Annoyed. He's fucking incredible, dude, and I love that you're some working of his with numbers. Him. He needs to be up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you involved That's... in the Majin Boot track? Because that was I love. I that wasn't. Track. So that was JP and JP. Dude, I love JP. Um, he's what's fortunate about him. He's closer to him, uh, geographically. So he yeah. just kind of like you know arrive at the studio a little easier with jp um because it's down in connecticut together so they've been doing a lot of partnership shit together and i'm about to jump in the ring because bro i i mean come on man like i i just need to be a part of this man yeah i really believe in annoyed like i really believe in him he's one of my favorite in new england for sure me too 100 i i think honestly he's probably got the best pen game i i really think you're not even lying, dude. Like he's, his lyrics are insane. You saw him on Funk Flex, right? I mean, oh my god, incredible! Oh my god, it's like even incredible. Funk Flex is like having a fucking stroke. He's like, <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> oh my god, what? What? Like, what the fuck? Like it is nuts, a, bro. He does that, and every time he gets on one of Webby's tracks, he goes fucking crazy too. We had a song that we made over the summer. I'm not gonna say it was about, but let's just say that the beat was made out of a whip. Right. So like uh, I, now I want to know what it yeah, was about. What? What? No, 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 I can't tell you because I feel like it's gonna come off very fucking racist in a way. Okay. Where it's oh, like it's, damn. It, well that's yeah, what I said. Yeah, okay. Uh but like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a whip. And there, there was a video idea where the, the director like couldn't hang with how crazy the video was. Wow. Uh, and we just had to cancel it, dude. But we finished the record. Uh, is it coming fact, out? Has, when you come to the studio, I'll show you. But dude, uh okay. no, it's not gonna come out. Okay, it's not gonna it come will out. come out. It will come out. Nah, no, nah, it's not gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I know for a fact that shit ain't coming out, dude. But like, so, yo, that shit was crazy, man. I mean, he still killed that one too. Uh, but yeah, we we are overdue for more sessions, 100. Yeah. Definitely. 
Maybe uh, have, have your phone with a flashlight just goes off. Like, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh, do you have the? Is that an Android? Do you have the gestures? Because I can just shake my phone and the light turns. Oh on. shit! Look at that! <laughs> look at this guy. The coolest way. Wait, yeah. what? I didn't know you could do that. They got a gesture thing. So if I turn my camera, tw- if I turn my phone like that, the camera comes on. Oh my god! Oh, it's I feel funny. like that would happen accidentally though, and it'd be so annoying. Are it you does. a fucking AI robot, bro? Yeah, right. Like, I am a software like, engineer. Like, yeah. my, my fucking door opens like. Fucking like, like no. Fuck no, I love it. No, uh, no, I have an I have an iPhone. This piece of shit, you know. Like, like I, can do that. I just got a new iPhone today. I just got a new iPhone today. I got the 11, not the 12. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, what? Oh, that doesn't have 5G, does it? Uh, no. Mine this is mine's 4G. 4G. Good, 4G. 5G. I don't trust that 5G. <laughs> nah, fuck that, it, bro. Dude, my muscles have grown 50 percent in the past three days. <laughs> it's called tumors, man. It's called tumors, man. <laughs> uh, so, I, before we before we lose it, I did want to ask. Um, you you did work on an SNL track. Oh yeah, we got to talk about that. I'll pull it up now. Uh, oh, so more than just the Bad Bunny one. Yeah, I did. A, I did a joint with um. I did a couple actually. I did uh. Larry, no fucking Larry. What the fuck was I saying? Uh, Danny Trejo. I did that one with uh, JP. So JP yeah. got me on board for Danny Trejo. I did um, another one. What the fuck was it? It was um, I think who the fuck was it, man? Oh, it was uh, Meg The Stallion. So I did the one with Meg The Stallion. Oh, word. So Danny Trejo. I did that one with Pete Davidson with JP. We did uh, Meg The Stallion one, uh, and then we just did the Bad Bunny one. So I did three ones so far. Um, and did you make the beat like the whole track for them? So that was JP that did it. I did on the Bad Bunny one. I added some bass lines and shit. I just added some additional production. Okay. So the thing about him, he has a relationship with those guys. So he just kind of like makes it. It's easier. With this is another thing for anyone that's watching this. When you have the relationship with the artist, you always get first steps. You always when you're the engineer, you're right there. You can make something on the fly with them. It's a little easier. So with him, most of the time he's he's saucing it up and serving it up fresh to them because he he's connected with those guys. But he's like, yo, Knox, let's work on it together. And that's why I got all the love in the world for that guy. Um, it's funny because my manager now manages him as well. So he like hopped on board with him. So we'd have like a partnership that way. And he's the one of the nicest kids in the world, man. I have nothing but nice things to say about him. He's he's young. Um, and he's very committed. He, got, he reminds me of almost like a young Lewis Bell, like the way he just is able to kind of do a little of everything. Um, and he just really, really talented kid. So he, he brings me on board and we collaborate a lot. Uh, we make a lot of beats. We just made a fucking, I mean, I can play some shit. We just made some crazy shit the other day. Um, yeah. Shout out JP. Yeah. yeah. JP's a fucking man, dude. Um, one second. I'm just switch. You might have to share sound. I don't know if that's actually. I might need to allow you to. Can I share? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to. Uh, my, this might be too complicated. Fuck. All right. Um. Whatever. <laughs> Let me play. Actually, I'll play from my. Nah, from the phone's lame. Fuck it. Is yeah, there, is, you know what? Can I find it? Is it out there for public? No, it's not out there yet. Oh, it's I like see. We're, we're kind of behind the scenes, but yeah, we're just doing a lot of playing opportunities, and um, yeah, just some really good shit in the pipeline, man. I mean, like. I'm telling you, mark my motherfucking words. Like, <clears throat> we are going to be no stranger to the Billboard top 10 within the scope of a couple of years. Like, I would oh, say yeah. year to five years max, no later than that. I mean, I'm saying within the scope of that, we are going to be dominating. That's my goal. Um, because I mean, you, we've been you got your hands in everything. Billboard. But I want to be on that top 10 like a motherfucking bro. I want to be one of those dudes like, yeah, I'm on another, like Olivia Rodrigo. I'm on there fucking like every week now. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, Okay, I'm on number one again. Fucking cool. Like, you know, Monday morning comes, Billboard announced again. Like, just one of those guys posts up on my Instagram looking like a douchebag. It's like, <laughs> oh, great. Like, I'm 
just full of myself now, and I I have Louis Vuitton blankets like every day. <laughs> great, <laughs> love it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, but I, you know, honestly though, like again, I want to bring that energy back to New England. I, Absolutely, it, end, it does not end with me. I am going to die someday. So yeah. that you know, that does come when I'm old. I don't want to be like, yo, I held all my secrets to myself, and yeah. I never shared the wealth, and I never shared it with anyone else. I didn't help put anyone else on. I do not want to be that Scrooge. I do not want to be that guy. Good. I want to be that. That's what we love to hear. That's what we love to hear. And that's what New England needs. And now it's on wax. So you better not go back on this. I've said it for years, my friend. I had an interview. I don't know if you saw it on YouTube. It's an old interview. It was with anyhiphop.com. Shout out my friend Ray. He had a, he had a website called anyhiphop.com. I remember that website. I remember that website. I had an interview on there. Yeah, I had an interview. And, um, and yeah, I was saying the same shit, man. When I was 24, I was like, dude, like all these same principles I'm saying to you now, but I talked it into fruition. Mm-hmm. I made it happen. You know, I, you know, I became multi-plat. I did all those things, achieved plaques, all that, or whatever. I have literally plaques in my bathroom. It's cool. Like, cool. It doesn't end there. It does not end with metal. Of course. It ends fucking Cause once you get mo- those plaques and once you get, you know, that kind of success, you just want more. Right. I mean, I want more, but I want to share it. You want to share it. So one of my homies too, his name's uh, Kevin Falcone. I've been I've been helping him out a lot. K Nibs, K Nibs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know so, K Nibs. So Easty is like one of our best friends from high oh, school, fine, and fine, yeah, so fine. we know the have not as we know that whole crew. Okay, cool. So so Nibs, um, he came into some unfortunate events in the past couple of years. He was dealing with a lot. Um, I felt for the kid, you know, and I, I helped him out, man. I, I really tried to give him like a leg up because I saw that he was hungry. He wanted to change his life for the better. I said, you know what? Um, I, I, you know, I took care of him and I said, yo, I want you to ch- try to change your life with this. And, um, and he did, he, he's been doing the right thing, man. Since he got a laptop, he dude, he makes more beats per day than I do. He makes beats every fucking day. I got him three songs on Webby's last album. He produced oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So he's becoming a producer. That's unbelievable. Um, really, really dope producer, man. He's right. Great ideas. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've been, we've been cooking a lot. I bring him up every week now and I cook up with him because he's dedicated, man. Every yep. night he's making, he just sent me a loop pack today. I didn't like any of the loops. I'm like, go make some more, you know, go make, I'm, fire. I'm, a I'm a fucking dick, by the way. I will tell you if I do not like something, I'm like, this sucks. This is trash. Yeah. Trash, man. But That's like, you know what? Though. You gotta be like that. You gotta be like that. You gotta be like that. And, and I think it's very important that like, you know, we live in such an inclusive world nowadays where everyone gets offended by everything. Dude, fuck you. I, <laughs> I don't give a fuck how offended you get. This right. is so tough, man. I've traveled all the way down to Atlanta during a beat battle, bro, to be told that I suck in the first round. And I literally went outside and cried. I spent like three grand I didn't even have. When was this? This is like fucking seven years ago. Something okay. like that. I went all the way down to Atlanta and I was Who told you you were trash? The judges. These guys suck. I probably Yeah, what the who the fuck are they? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the thing, bro. Like, bro, I'm telling you, bro. Like, like, like well, the story you you see that story all the time. You yeah. know, the Michael Jordans and the fucking, you know, the, these people don't get accepted to college and become a genius or whatever the fuck happens. So they drop out of Harvard and then yeah. Now, well, also, like, what the uh, fuck do those judges know? Like, who who even are, are they? Were they producers? Like, yeah. who, who I mean, they're fucking assholes, man. It, it, yeah, 
like it's it's so subjective because like when it comes to that stuff it's it's some a lot of the times a popularity contest and basically what you just described to me like sounds almost like an american idol type of thing where they're just looking for like a sad story and if you don't have like the, like, <laughs> the sad fucking sad story dude i hate those shows for that yeah like, like it starts out all fun like yo i'm so excited and like halfway through it's like Thanks. my brother has cancer it's like yeah yeah fucking sad violin music coming in right. like i need oh, this I dude, need and this. Show, like, 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 steady falling, like this fucking, like, you know, like this, uh, this fucking, <laughs> oh my God, I can't even think of it. But it's like one of those, like, soft, like, Chris Daughtry songs. Coming uh, yeah. like, like, old, like, rock from the 2000s, like, confetti falling in slow-mo, and it's, oh, guys, man. oh my God. It's like, dude, this isn't reality. Not right. everyone has the happy, the sad, oh, no, no, no. You know, you're just playing duality politics at that point. As much as, yeah, I want his brother to be okay. Don't die from cancer. But yeah. at the same time, bro, don't make that the fucking norm. Like, everyone has to have that thing to be dope. No, no, no. I do not fuck with that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, um, yeah, the, I don't know. The show was whack. I fucking right there just told me, though, to, like, work harder at what I was yeah. doing. And at that time, I already had opportunities bubbling. So I'm like, why the fuck? You know, and you know what's the funniest part, bro, is that some of the judges from that contest were like literally begging me to send beats to people I was working with, like oh, a year, man. like wow, me begging, like emailing every day, like you get that, you get that. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck, <laughs> you know, the judges that told me fuck you. There were just other judges from other shit in the like oh, okay. event with me. But still, it was just like the principle of that. It's, right. You know, but you know, no, that's what it comes down to. A lot of people don't believe in the Teslas when Elon Musk was fucking, you know, I mean, it's not like one of those like Instagram CEO pages where it's like, work hard, don't sleep at all, and fucking be Elon Musk. But like, you know, but yeah, I mean, like, no one believed in Elon Musk when he fucking, you know, wanted to make an electric car that could outperform any vehicle on the market, yeah. pretty much. And uh, yeah, look where he is now. I mean, like, it, it took a lot of people that believed in him early on. But those are the people I vet for. I vet for the people that believe in my outrageous visions. You know, you, you yeah. want to make a song about fucking, you know, two people yelling fucking racist cuss words at each other. Let's fucking do it. Gets yeah. nominated for Grammy. You want to make a fucking song about adrenochrome and, and fucking, you know, all these politic issues. You know, it becomes Webby's biggest song. Yeah. Uh, you know, the next songs I have are not always poking the beer like that. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you always need to wax political to do it. Either. Not every time, no. Right, right, right. I think you can do it by way of musical expression as well. I think that's a very important piece as well. But um, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's what my whole mantra has been since day one with music. It's just to do something that people need, man. That's it. Period. Always. So all those judges, when they fucking, you know, they're going to be really kicking themselves hard in a few years, man, because... I'm sure they already are. I mean, you're already Grammy-nominated. I'm sure they're already kicking themselves. Right, right. No, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm sure I've done that to them. But, you know, they're going to be, trust me, man. Trust yeah. It's, it's, there's a wave coming, bro. And this wave isn't just, it doesn't just start with me. It starts with New England, man. It's yep. A hundred and ten fucking... All six states. All, yeah, everywhere. I'm telling you. And, and that's what it is, man. I'm trying to build an empire out of here. It does not go anywhere else. Well, I'll take flights if I have... You know, we'll go do some sessions out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll network out there. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Great. They can pay the flight, all that. I'm right. <laughs> here, and I'm going to work on the shit here, man. Period. Yeah. I've had what made you... What made you want to be in New Hampshire? Because you're from Weymouth originally, right? 
Um, I'm from Weymouth. Uh, my mom yeah. died. I'm just gonna be blunt. My mom died from cancer in 2013. And my my wife now, my girlfriend at the time, Andrea, she basically was like, you know, you can come up, live up here with me, and we'll get an apartment together. And she changed my life. She took care of me. I had nothing at the time. I was fucking pretty much a homeless bum, bro. And she let me move into her grand grandma's apartment. And I wow. uh, and I would just stay there and I I literally set up like a little mini studio on like a little fucking kitchenette table and like my care giant KRK rocket eights were like on this little coffee table, you know, I literally have pictures of it. I have to go like find it, but like, it was like the wackest. I saw a picture you posted. God, this was a while ago, but you were outside somewhere. Yeah. On a laptop with like a a jacket over your head because it was raining out. Yeah. That was Mike Ferreira's. That was okay. Oh, that was Ferreira's. Okay. Yeah. 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 Going back to having those. All those guys, man. Yeah. so that was Ferreras, man. We were recording. I still think I have. I remember that. seeing that post and I was like, like, it was super inspiring because that was at the time where you were, you know, doing huge things with Joyner and it was, things were really starting to pop for you. And just that was, seeing, that, was a beginning, yes. seeing that picture was fucking, that was, that was super inspiring. Right. No, no, that was, that was a moment, man, for sure. And, and the thing is like, some days I'll be honest with you, man. I missed that a little bit. Yeah because I have all this dope gear around me right now. And like, there's something pure about like having like a shitty laptop speaker, a $60 mic and a fucking jacket over your head while it's raining out, praying that the equipment doesn't get rained on. Why were you outside though? I I do have to ask that. Why were you outside if it was raining? I was about to make up a story and say that we we were locked out, but no, we just went outside we were high. We just wanted to fucking record in the rain. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I was was going (laughs) to... Oh, okay. I mean, his it's still a good story. Sucked. His parents said my music sucked. You know, like, <laughs> my comeback story. No, no, I, no, I, I love his parents. But no, like we were high and we're just like, let's record in the fucking rain like a bunch of retards. Um, yeah, it, it was it was good, man. It was a good time. I, I I would actually love to go back to that for like a day or two and just relive that. This is yeah. beauty to the simplicity. You know, back when I was at Hush's basement, I I would stay. Shut up to Hush. I mean, he took care of me when I was homeless, too. I literally had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to go, man. Summer of 2012, nowhere to go. I yeah. um, I was kicked out of my friend's house because their fucking home foreclosed, and I was staying with him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just was like, gosh, like, I need a place to crash. Like, let's just make some music together. He's like, dude, I got you, man. Crash on the couch. All good. All good. You just sit around. With shout just- out to Hush. Big shout out to shout Hush. Shout out to Hush. He's a good guy. Second shout yeah. out to Hush this episode. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, man. Hush is a great guy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. I've seen the support systems of New England at its core. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's a genuine sense of support for people. But I just feel like when people start getting an iota of success, people can get kind of distant. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like even when I saw Joyner taking off when I was working with him originally, um, you know, I some people would just be like, well, no, nah, he's not really Boston. He's Worcester. I'm like, so? He's it's Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Massachusetts. What the fuck? This guy just did a record with Eminem. Like, you really gonna fucking like shit on him? Like, right? Fuck. Like, like, like we've been waiting all this time for someone to pop from New England, and they finally right. do, and you have a reason to hate on him. Like, Bro, it's, I just never got that mindset. Yeah. People would be bitter about that shit. It's like, dude, and I think that's a big problem with New England, bro. I think that's a huge problem with New, with New England. Do you see that changing though? I see it changing a little bit. It is changing, but it changes at a very like it's weird. I'm trying to think of a metaphor because I'm like. I'm trying to think of like a, a weird metaphor where it's like almost like a river, like cutting through like a mud or something. It's forming a river in the mud. Like there's like a fucking, you know, like how water makes canyons and shit. It's a create, but like, as soon as the water stops for a second, it like the mud falls down and like collapses. Mm. 
I just feel like it never fully parts and does like the full like river. It just mm. is a river. The, the, the flow of all that. There has to be some bitter assholes like with shovels outside of it. Like I fuck this yeah. river. Like, <laughs> who does it? Like fuck. this isn't the river I wanted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking river. But no, no, I, I no, I, I think like. I, I hope it's changing. You know, it's funny. I haven't been in, in Boston in fucking years. Man. I mean, I've been up in New Hampshire. I've lived right down the street from like the small little town. So I'm like in this quiet area and it's beautiful. I love it. But I'm a little bit out of the scene because I'm not in the streets where people are like congregating and rapping and doing what, I, what the fuck is this, you know, 2005. I mean, like just like people like I don't, I'm not in the culture. I'm not hanging out with people all the time that are just mm. always making music all the people that are coming to me are coming to me for a distinct reason because they want to change their career for the better because they want to become the biggest artist out out, out of here and, and i have a good track record man i mean i can successfully say that i've took three artists to better levels of their career like in a big way um mm -hmm. and i think it's gonna be happening i mean i think i mean i see them on small levels but i think those small levels are gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger but yeah i mean i i hope i hope the scene's changing man because i think um it's too it's too fucking dope out here man there's too much talent too much talent we gotta find a way to, to get all this talent out there i posted someone earlier that i or no, maybe it wasn't um uh, hold on a second. i honestly i'm discovering new people every week like and they're all dope <laughs> it's it's like hard right, to keep no, track of I, at this point i added this guy on on instagram hold on i'm, I'm gonna plug this guy real quick I, what the fuck Word. is his name Someone we posted? Yeah, you post. I think it might have been a little bit ago. I'm trying to find it. Oh, I don't know. It was in your story. <laughs> I, you know what? Fuck it. I don't. I don't want to play like the wrong thing. And I was like, a, yeah. No, it's all good. Know. It was. It was really fucking sick though. Oh, let me see if I. It's on here. I think this might be it right here, man. Hold on. Yeah, it's like oh oh, Giles. Giles, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that guy sounded fire. He's from, uh, Van, you know, Van Buren. Have you heard of them? No. They're a group from Brockton. He's part of them. There's like five or six of them. Brockton and they are work with Brockton, dude, a lot. Brockton's yeah. kind of a cool community, man. So I would say after Boston, Brockton has the best hip hop scene in New England, I would say. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Brockton is fire, bro. I, yeah. I, I used to work on Botello Street with, under, in Jason studio. Yeah. Yep. Oh, At Animal House, right? Oh, yeah, Animal House. I was in there for yeah. like two years and I would like work as his in house engineer for a okay. while. This is 2012, 2013. Yeah. And I remember all I know Protege works there now, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know this. I think I don't know if anymore, but yeah, I, yeah, he was for a little bit. He was for um, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like Brockton, bro, crazy, crazy. But yeah, this is Giles is from Van Buren and Owen and I, our introduction to them was the Boston Music Awards last year, a little over a year ago. And they performed and they fucking tore it down. And like ever since then, I've been I've been on to them. They're I think all five of them put out solo albums in the past year, and they're all fire. Gotcha. Boston Music Awards. That's I. Uh, I oh, I, oh, hold on. Boston Music Awards has fucking snubbed you multiple times. So fuck them. Oh no! No, 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 no that. I just think there's a lot of interest in who they nominate every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it, there's like, a lot of politics involved. Win, like every fucking year. I'm like, dude, what is going on here? And I, I agree 100%. Here's the thing. Louis Bell didn't win it. Yeah. Right? That's all I got to say. Louis yeah. Bell didn't win the Boston Music Award. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. I swear. Dude, you, the fact that you haven't been nominated is fucking bullshit. Oh, it's, it's, it's insanity, but you know what it is? What it is? Like, it, I, I clearly don't know the director of the Boston Music Awards. So if I did, whatever the fuck it is, if I'm, hey, yeah. I'm, hey, <laughs> the I thing is, I brought multi platinum records. Yeah, no. Nah. I didn't go. Yo, you, know, you, know I didn't go else, you know who else? You know who else hasn't been nominated? Amanda? I you kept it here. Oh, I kept it here. Director of the yeah, Boston yeah. Music Awards. I kept it here. Yeah. Here and you don't fucking ever say my name. Oh, yeah, no, it's bullshit. It's I'm bullshit. I'm a fucking anomaly, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> reverse shout out the director of Fuck the Boston you. Music Awards. Yes. I don't, no, 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 no hate, but I don't need you, bro. I've been no, yeah. of course you bro. don't. I've been nominated for, and listen, I'm from New Hampshire. Right? I'm in New Hampshire. I'm not a Boston guy, I guess, huh? Right? But you'll still nominate people in New Yo. York. No, you're from you're from Weymouth, so you're at Boston area. And also they nominate one thing that annoys me about the Boston Music Awards when it comes to hip hop, they only nominate people from Massachusetts. But I looked at the list for the other genres. There's people from Maine, Connecticut, all over New England. So for hip hop, they only focus on Boston so, area. I've seen people that literally live in New York right now. Live yeah. in New York. Nah, it's bullshit. Yeah, like lived in Boston like 10 years ago. I'm like, what right. is going on? Went to college in Boston for four years and then moved so back to their hometown. <laughs> my theory, do you think there's a chance that maybe they see your success and think that the Boston Music Awards are maybe to elevate people who are at more of like a medium stage in their career? Like oh, you, because they, 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 they nominate Joiner. Yeah, they nominate work That's I've worked true. on. They nominate, yeah. yeah. So I'm not racist, was nominated. So technically, yeah, you have been nominated. I have been nominated indirectly. And right. The Grammy, like his thing about the Grammy, I wasn't technically on the ballot, but that record was nominated for Grammy, so I am Grammy nominated. Yeah, my, fact. I Grammy nominated. My credits are on that record. It, cool, I'm cool with it. Yeah, uh, but as far as the Boston Music Awards, just it's because it's a little bit closer to home, and it's just like, like you know, like what? Like come on, bro. Like it's I, I, it's I weird. Everyone on the list, I support everyone. I'm not mad. The th- at yeah, no. The thing is, I'm everyone that gets nominated. They're all dope artists, but it's all the same people every year. And it's like, there's hundreds of other people. It's like, look outside of them. It's, you know, when they, they nominated Justin for four awards a couple of years ago. And that was dope. Like sometimes. Snubbed on every single one, even though he got, I he got snubbed on every single one. Right. It's not a base out of music. Like this is definitely like a political factor. Oh, like, you know, like the people who, yeah. It, you know, I they're when that have no followers at all, like no followers, facts, facts, but no, they're no, in that circle. They're in that circle, though. Right. That's it. That's yeah, all it is. Big podcast. Why is this not nominated? What's going on, guys? Oh, honestly, like no, no bullshit. We they do a podcast section now, and I think we should have been nominated last year, but it's whatever. No, you know, like, you know, bro. I've been seeing your name bubble, bro. I've been seeing, bro. I see Boston's big four, and I'm kind of like amped. You know, honestly, for a little while there, I was like, when are you going to hit me up? I was like, I was I was kind of like, oh, okay. See, I kind of looked at you like you were, I don't know. Like, I kind of wanted to get to a certain place before we started asking people like you. Like, we started small. We started small. I'm fucking easy, bro. I'm so Dude, But once we got, like, we've been cool with Justin, and I know you work with him all the time. So, like, I knew we could we could connect. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm super down to earth. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I have a lot of weirdos hit my inbox and shit. I get like, I'm kids, I am sure like fucking Venezuela trying to like hit me up and send me packs. Like yeah, it'll be like these like ripped off packs from like internet money and like they're trying to like get me to like make beats with their. I've had some weird shady people trying to scam me and from different countries all over the place and, and, and 
It's all I good. I promise we're from America. We're I know, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're not like that lawyer with the cat filter. You know, you're not like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on here, you know? Is that, wait, wait, yeah. how, did you, how did you do the cat filter? How did it happen? That's a good question, actually. I don't even know. Because Is that a Snapchat like thing? Video. No, it was yeah. a Zoom thing. It was Zoom. It was oh, it's on Zoom? Filter. Oh, bro, I think. They have like, filters on Zoom? Oh, we don't want to get into this. No, hold on, hold on. How do you do it? I'm trying to do it, bro. Wow. I'm going to be a bunny rabbit. I'm downloading it right now. Are you doing? Oh, you have to download it? Yeah. What is this? What are we doing? I I don't know how to do it. How do you do it, bro? You're not gallery? I went to video. I clicked on it, and then there was a choose video filter option. Video. Am I a bunny rabbit? Oh, yeah. Yo. Oh, as man. you can see I the nose is like a, a little bunny. too low no yeah, like hold on, hold on. no, no I'm, I'm committed right now how do you do that like yeah, how'd you do i'm that? like i'm like I a cl- eight-year-old guy calling comcast so when you do I know? in the bottom left there's there's video so you click on the little like arrow for the video and then bottom oh, left, choose video stop. filter i got you yeah yeah choose video Wait, hold on filter. it says stop video and mute that's all i see am so, i on the Virtual on stop video, like the top right of the box that stop video is in, there's like a little like a small arrow. Oh, sure. Choose virtual background. Uh, no, no, that's choose not video it. filter. Oh, I see video settings. Oh, it might not be there actually. If because uh, for me, it's choose virtual background and choose video filter. So I wonder if you're might be it. Hold on, I might have it though. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I got San Francisco behind me now. I don't now. even see a cat though. This is like what I'm confused by. This guy like downloaded the cat separately, <laughs> like he already had them. Hold on There's no cat option. That's like stop. I couldn't find I that cat option, bro. I want to hold on, hold, on, hold on. I couldn't find the cat option, but I got San Francisco give, give behind me. Now. Give me a second, please. I, I'm gonna have something dope for you guys in a second. Hold on. Oh my goodness. Um, ah, I want to be the little piggy. Oh, <laughs> I'm a piggy now. <laughs> you guys, uh, this is podcast gold. I just want everyone yo, to know this. <laughs> you guys see the Golden Gate Bridge behind me or what? Hold on. One Dude, my uh, I don't think I'm eligible for back a virtual background. Do you see my background though? I, yeah, yeah, here, yeah we here we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what is that? Is that the Boston Music Awards? <laughs> is that what that is? Oh my god. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you already know, bro. Yo, yo, I was nominating fucking every section, bro. Yeah. Every section. I jerked the director off behind stage. Let's fuck. <laughs> Things both ways. I'm just kidding. Now I'm in the pandemic. Hashtag COVID. Oh shit! Look at that. You guys, oh, this dude, I want wild. the fucking face mask, man. What the hell is going on? This with is that? sick. I'm actually shocked that there's not a. Uh, a this is cat- great content right here. It is great content. Awesome. Now I'm just wearing gold. Audio, video. Is there fucking dude? How do? I, how are you doing that? That shit. I'm trying to get that going. I, what I don't understand is why there isn't a cat. Like it's not already. It's not automatically in there. So this uh, old man uh, lawyer must have downloaded the cat. He, he was on some shit, right? He was on. Yeah. Some <laughs> now I'm head chef. Oh, Gordon Ramsay, the ship. <laughs> Dude, raw. I can't. Yeah, I can't find filters. I can only. Fucking oh. raw. <laughs> Fucking raw. Oh, yeah, man. I don't have any filters. Oh. I only got the background. I mean, I guess you're just not hip. Or hold on, I'm gonna look it up. How to hold on? How to apply cat filter in? <laughs> Yo, don't you don't you have to go record with Chris Webby soon? Sorry, I, I, I probably do, and I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this, but uh, <laughs> Webby's gonna be like, "Why were you late?" It's like, sorry, I was doing. Cat <laughs> I'm trying to see cat, this in a year. So, yeah. 
Oh, it's finding use the infamous cat filter. Hold on one second. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. One second, one second, one second. Download this, the free Snap camera app. Oh, nah. Oh, uh, that seems like too much. Yeah, what? Yeah, too much, bro. It's yeah, like, it is too much. I feel like... So we weren't prepared for this. It sounds like you heard it here first, Boston's Big Four figured out that this lawyer uh, did that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. sounds like he exactly knew dude, what he was, was probably, doing. Dude, listen, he was probably a lawyer for Zoom. It was like, Zoom needs some PR. And it's like, all right, Ooh. cat filter. Uh, like, did people know right? they could use this cat filter while they're on videos? <laughs> The fuck? What is he like a pastor? Yeah, right. That's what he sounded like. Like, I just want you to know I'm actually not a cat, but yeah, we'll we'll let you go since we couldn't figure that out. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. This was awesome. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. This was a great podcast. Um, anytime, man. I'm down to do it again, bro. Like, absolutely. Any milestone I achieve, bro. I mean, Justin hit me up the other day and he was like, next time I go to Knox, you should come. And I don't know. He, he wanted to do the podcast there, but we could do a podcast with you and him. Listen, I don't give a fuck about this goddamn COVID shit. Come on, <laughs> off, coughing, hacking your fucking lungs out. Huzzah! That's what I'm talking about. With a fever, bro. I don't give a shit, man. We're going to fucking super spread this bitch. And we're going to have yeah. a goddamn fucking podcast in Fort Knox. Let's do it. That. Let's I do absolutely it. absolutely love that. Yeah, is there anything you'd want to plug? Um, I know your Knox Beats made it on Instagram. Is there anything yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knox Beats made it on Instagram. Uh, KnoxBeats.com. I know it's been under construction for a while because I've been trying to uh, – and by the way, talking about the whole Beat Stars thing, that is just me, like, uploading some beats I'm really proud of right now. So I'm trying to do the Beat Stars thing very differently. I'm not one of these guys trying to make a tight beat. I'm not a tight beat guy. Fuck that. I mean, I respect people that do it. Not me. I want to make shit that's different. I don't want to, like, follow in the footsteps of everyone else. I'm trying to do that. No. Trying to make my own thing. Like so, Drake type uh, beat. Right. Little I'll, baby I'll, type beat. Beats. I respect it. This, this yeah. producer that even do that. I don't like it. It's just not for me. So what I'll do is I'll go on there. I'll make like, I'll put like a beat per month up there and I'll just advertise, 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 advertise it. And it's getting good plays on that. So I'll just do that. So that's my whole thing. I'm trying to create a brand of rarity on there where it's like this guy actually cares about the beats going on. It's mm-hmm. not like microwave loop mini packs. I'm sitting actually constructing these beats from scratch and running through tape machines and all that crazy shit. So I'm um, trying to create that. So beat stars, you can look up on uh, Knox beats on there. I'm on there. Um, yeah. And I mean, pretty much Instagram and that. And then like TikTok, I don't know, man, I'm trying to like find a way to enter that space without like, see, it's goofy. big right now. It is no, it, but it's fire because I'm, I was about to say something positive about it because I feel like now it's becoming like cool to just kind of do whatever on there before mm-hmm. it was like, you had to do a fucking dance. You like no, I know I don't. That's not what I want to do, man. It's not my character, man. Uh, I respect people that do it, not me. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna probably be jumping on there a little bit more. My guy Decap's been crushing the TikTok lately. So um, who? Wait, who is that? Decap. Decap. I've heard of him. He's a producer, right? Yeah, from with him without token on household name. He's from New England, right? He's from Nashua originally. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right down the street, but he's right down the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, he's a great dude. So yeah, I've been seeing. Right. That so I'm trying to do TikTok more. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, all those, all the, uh, you know. Again, I'm trying to make that whole social media presence more and more. But I've always kind of been like a Q Beats. Like if you look on, look up Q Beats, he's done like some of the biggest records as like samples. He's done all the six nine shit, all like so many hits, so many hits. Kanye West, you name it. And they're just like just randomly posting stupid weird shit on their page. It's mm. like you can't really follow them. There's no website. There's nothing about them. It's like they're just like kind of there. Like well, I saw in your Instagram bio that you're, you said you're anti-social media or something. 
Kind of. Because I feel like yeah. there's a lot of tyranny on social media lately. You can't see anything that doesn't agree with some, you know, oh, it's a private company. Well, dude, it's like a public yeah. space, you know, like what mm. another political fucking rant again. But yeah, I'm like pretty anti-social media, but like for the most part, I feel that I like to just build with people in person. Like I'll respect, I'll hit someone up on there um, that I really think is fire. And I'll be like, dude, let's do some work together. And yeah. That's what I love about social media. But like, yeah, I mean, shit, you can find me. Let's fucking, if you've got talent, if you're, listen, I'm just looking for people that have a different voice that are trying to do something different. Right. Can cut to the fat. I'm right. Not for another Drake. I'm not looking for another joiner or another fucking token or another fucking Chris Webby or whoever the fuck. I'm not looking for that shit. And you're not really concerned about views either or numbers. You're more I'm concerned not, with, I'm yeah. Not, well, here's the thing. I'm concerned only financially at that. Yeah, yeah. So if someone has like zero views, you better be fire if I'm gonna like take the work. Like on. Aaron Brown did not have much of a following before. No, 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 no. Started no. working with him. Still building it. He's still, he's still, dude. It takes years to build these things. Right. It is not easy, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you know, I, if I really respect someone, I'll hook him up. I'll, you know, I'll do as much. And it, I'm not expecting. Listen, if you're anyone's watching this, like, yo, he's gonna fuck with my shit. I'm gonna hit him up right now. He's gonna give me a discount. <laughs> he fucking look, and it's whack. Bro, I'm just gonna be like, I'm probably not even gonna respond. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I just eh, not for me. You know, it's better to not respond in that case. Right, exactly. But like, yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, I try to look out for any upcoming talent. And um, sometimes it's hard because a lot of those people sometimes have egos because they're surrounded by a bunch of friends and just like, you know, like you're, you're fucking, <laughs> fucking. Oh my god, oh, you're gonna pop like without any consensus of knowing like how much work it takes what a real partnership is involved. Yeah, no understanding of the music industry whatsoever. Oh. They're just like, oh, my friend makes good music. There's so, dude, there's so yeah. many layers of business that people have no iota of how to... Dude, I had to learn a lot, bro. I burned a lot of bridges in this industry too. Just fucking like learning shit. Like learning like, oh yeah, you're not supposed to ask for this. Like it's probably, you're probably gonna look like an asshole or you're probably mm-hmm. supposed to, you know, get this percentage on a record on average based on whatever blah, blah, blah experience, you know, whatever. I was taught growing up, like Scott Storch made million dollar beats. Like, yo, oh my God. Like you're gonna fucking, you know, be rich as fuck off one beat. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. My friend prescribed it a whole notion from years ago. And I mean, the, the beat game has changed so tremendously since then that like now it's like a, a big producer will get 10 grand for me and sometimes nothing at all just to get more back end on a record mm. um, it's it, it's very seldom it, how it works honestly but he he was like yeah like you know first beat we get we place it's gonna be like a hundred thousand dollars i'm like yeah first beat yeah no way man no fucking way so yeah as long as like anyone that's coming off this whole podcast and wants to do some work and, and is really dope and, and passionate about music and wants to create some new sounds. I'm all about it. Just don't have a fucking ego. Don't be telling me what you want and not me. As soon as the vision becomes a one-way street, I'm out. Yeah. I cannot fuck with that energy. It's all all us or nothing. That's it. Right. You know, so. Awesome. Word. Yeah, so, yeah, Knox Beats made it on Instagram, knoxbeats.com. Um, beat stars check it out but it sounds like there's a lot more out there um if you're looking for the full catalog so hit them up absolutely man. absolutely make everything custom man yeah Fuck. thank you for coming on and uh yeah it sounds absolutely. like we'll have you again part two coming soon dude, yes absolutely. from fort knox studio it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bigger shit show dude it's gonna be a bigger shit show <laughs> i'm i'm ready i'm so ready on some takashi shit in his prime <laughs> Like I'm good. You're gonna have the most views on my shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
you just you just fucking wait though, man. Like, oh man, I you're, can't you're, wait. Fucking heaters being thrown around, bro. Like it's all good. Bro. <laughs> publicity, dude. I need the blue check mark on my shit, man. Like if it gets us publicity through here, cool. Let's do it. Let's oh, get well, fucking yeah. controversy. We need that too. How do you yeah, get blue check marks? Like I feel like I always see that person commenting on videos, dude, but like that I'm, can't be the person. Like right? my fucking my fucking garbage man is blue check. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck? You know, like, it's true though. It's 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 weird. There's people with a, with you know fifty thousand followers who don't have a blue check mark, and then there's people with five thousand who do. So it's I've like seen, I've seen someone the other day have like a thousand. Yeah, like, with a blue check mark. It's on their page, like they're inactive. Yeah. Like, it's like who did you talk to? Yes, bro. And they they're nobody. It's whatever. But yeah, yeah. Being, it's like yeah. I think uh, let's create. You know, here's the thing. It's like you know, good press is any press. So like yeah. I think we need to, as much as this was kind of like a, uh, like a, um, a hokey pokey kind of interview, where kind of like just like yeah, it was cool. This was cool. This is cool. Let's get into like some fucking shit talking some shit because this two I'm down. people are like overly humble too, like mm. about, that are successful. They're like just be cool. Everything's gonna work out. Yeah. Too afraid. They're fr- they're too afraid to step on toes or anything. Bro, like, because yeah. behind the scenes, half these people that are successful are fucking assholes. Dickheads. Yep. Like, the business is crazy. They make a beat with me, and they're like, "No, nah, we get all the publishing." Yeah. I'm like, "Nah." I'm like, "Dude, you were like the man like an hour ago." Like, what? Yeah. what? Like, dude, there's some real dickhead shit. I want to bring this awareness out there. As long as I don't have an NDA attached to any of this shit, let's fucking go. Like, I- I'm here to blow the gasket off all this because fuck yeah, clarity on how savage this industry is too. This industry is fucking savage. It is so unforgiven. It is so ruthless. You know, it's completely creative. So when everything's opinion based, just know there is gatekeepers. Mm. If they put a line with you because of you don't like this person or this happened, the stupid political high school drama. Yeah, that can happen. I've seen it happen with many people, many peers of mine that are successful as well. And it's like, dude, just we need we need to educate some of these people because yeah, the industry can get very very uh, treacherous. You know? mm-hmm. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. We'll come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but thank you for coming on. We Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. Bless you guys. Thank you very much. And uh, just the beginning, man. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Episode, episode 85. It's a wrap. Knox beats. I'm going to have the cat filter next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Word. We'll figure right. that out. Peace. Thanks. All right. Peace.